Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcasters are feeling disconnected after months of isolation. Virtual collaboration is booming even beyond the podcasting set. We know we're often better together, so maybe it's time to take another look at podcast networks. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Starting a podcast network is usually the third idea a podcaster has. Idea number one, hey, I should start a podcast. Idea number two, hmm, I should go find the best, cheapest microphone I have. And then idea three, I'll start a podcast network. <laughs> now, obviously, I'm exaggerating, but I don't think it was all that far from the truth of what happened to me back in the day. Uh, I started podcasting, and very quickly, the people I was podcasting with, we said, hmm, we should start a podcast network, and we did. And then I did it a second time. So podcast networks are, yeah, I think it's a natural progression that we that we go through. But that was 16 years ago. Things have changed now. What it means to be a podcast network today is different than it was previously. Now, this whole question comes up because of a listener of the program, another podcaster just like yourself. This is Arnie Chapman. He's the host of the Football History Dude podcast. Arnie sent me a clip when I was requesting, and I still am requesting, clips of how podcasters are bearing during the lockdown of the coronavirus that we're all facing right now. So Arnie sent me his clip to play this week, and along with that was a question. So I think... Let's play the clip first, and I'll come back, and I will answer the question, shall we? Hey, Evo, this is Arnie Chapman, the Football History Dude from the Football History Dude podcast. And yes, my website is thefootballhistorydude.com. And to answer your question regarding the stay-at-home orders, and if we've been able to, I guess you could say, improve or detract from our podcast experience from a podcaster's perspective, I would say for me it is been a positive experience as far as as most people, many out there are working from home. I am doing the same and now I'm able to have more time for during the day to schedule guests. And for instance, I last week, this week's episode is Coach Dick Vermeil. I had the president of the Hall of Fame on there and I next week's going to be Vince Papali who from the movie The Invincible. So I never would have had these chances to just say, yeah, sure, whatever your schedule is, I will fit it in because I can work mine around because now I'm at home. The other thing is due to the additional time, I'm pursuing my dream, I guess you could call it, of creating a network, a sports history network where I'm going to bring on all sorts of different sports history podcasts into the same domain. And of course, at the beginning with football in my background, we're going to start on focusing on football. So if anybody out there is interested in sports history and you want to possibly join the network, you can go ahead and reach me. That's over at thefootballhistorydude.com. 
But for now, dudes, I'm through if you're through. So that's a great idea, Arnie. And I do think that, and first off, I'm glad things are working well for you, that you're able to find the time to listen to, if I get more guests on the program, that's, that's wonderful. But to your question that you asked me in email about starting a podcast network, which obviously you alluded to there in the end of your question, I think podcast networks can be great. I mean, I've talked in the past on this program about the network effect and that the very large podcast networks, the Wonderies of the world, the Vox Media of the world, all of those that are out there, they're able to capitalize on having multiple shows simply as a promotional vehicle. You build one show up large and then you can mention your other shows on that particular program and that boosts their – again, network effect, pretty simple, straightforward, easy stuff. One of my clients right now is considering joining a podcast network and we're going through the options of what that actually means to them. And that's probably worthy of a conversation, as as Arnie had suggested that I, that I talk about that. What do I think about podcast networks? I love them. I love the concept of a podcast network. I think any time that people that share the same sorts of ideas and opinions can collaborate together to make stuff, you'll likely always get something good out of the other end. Again, I love the concept of what a podcast network can do. Back in the day, podcast networks kind of fell by the wayside because there really was just more of a loose association than it was truly at network. And when I was running podcast networks back in the first one we ran, we just were a network in name only. That's it. We said, hey, you want to be part of the network? Yeah. Okay. We're all part of the network. Yay. And we did some sharing back and forth of shows, playing promos and other sorts of efforts, but Other than we were a band that were kind of loosely together, we weren't really truly a a network in that we didn't really share services. We had the idea, the dream of sharing services, but it, it never really panned out. But a lot has changed since 2004 when we started doing this to where we think we are today. And now there's a much more group of shared services that can be utilized. And a lot of smart networks are doing that. So if you're thinking about joining a podcast network, figure out what are they going to give you? Maybe just be the name alone, being part of the network is enough. But find out, are they doing some promotional efforts across shows? Does that mean you're obligated to do some promotional work with the other shows in the network? By the way, that should be yes and okay, right? I mean, the answer to those things should be yes, they should be cross-promoting. And yes, you should be okay cross-promoting all the other shows in the network. That's part of being in a network. But also find out what they're going to do for you beyond that. Will they be providing you shared services? Like, will you have to move your podcast from your existing podcast hosting company over to their hosting company? And do they pick up the tab for that? And if so, how's the migration process? Are they Do they know what they're doing <laughs> in that you're, suddenly your listeners won't have a thousand new downloads all the time, which happens when you move hosts sometimes? Figure out the technical requirements of, of doing that. Also, what other services are they going to provide that you want or don't want? Will they be picking up some of the slack, providing writing information, maybe writing help if that's what you need? Will they be providing some engineering? Will they be acting more as a producer role and giving you ideas and leads and contacts? All of these things need to be considered. And then figure out what's the end goal for you. I guess that's probably the biggest thing and where we probably should end the conversation is what do you get out of it? that you couldn't get on your own. 
it could be just simply being a part of the network and the promotional efforts itself is enough of an enticement to get you to move over. But in some cases, what if you're the big show? What if you're doing things on your own fine? What if you're able to sell inventory, in fact, if that's what you actually do? Do you still have the rights to do that? Will they take a piece of your action? Will they give something up on the other end? There's a lot to think about. And I think that what I think about this is, would you be better with that network or would you be better on your own? Now, I think a well-crafted network, whether you're forming one or whether you're joining one, should be able to definitively say, you're better with us than not. You'll have a bigger audience. You'll have a better support system, whatever you will do. Things will be better here than doing it on your own. And if you can't say that's the case for the network you're thinking of forming, you don't have a good reason to have a network yet. You have to make it better. And if you're thinking of joining a network and you think you might be better on your own, then stay on your own. That's really what I will say. Even in the time of this COVID-19 pandemic, you still have to make that choice. Is it better for you to do it solo or on your own? I think most of the time, it's better to go in with somebody. But if you've got all your ducks lined up perfectly and doing things solo, you need to really look hard to make sure you're not losing any aspects. That's what I think about joining a network. Now, also, if you would like to join me, not really as a network, but as a comment, as Arnie did, great. Tell me what you're doing. We're about to come out of lockdown, as I mentioned. How's that going to impact you as a podcaster? Let me know. Send an email to evo at podcastlaunch.pro, ideally with an audio file attached, and I'll play it just like I did here with Arnie on the program. Also, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra if you want to support the program. I'd sure appreciate that. But that will do it for me for this Thursday. Enjoy your Friday and your weekend. I'll be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, shout your abortion. 
is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.